Radio. Well, impact of gambling ads on young people. It's a big concern. I've just had a quick chat to Louise uh, Fletcher. Uh, Francis, what am I saying? You know, Fletcher, Francis, sorry, Louise, um, about the coincidence of uh, very similar to the anti-smoking campaigns that were presented. We're talking about anti-gambling campaigns now, aren't we? Um, thanks, Jenny, for having me here Pleasure. today. Um, I don't like to call it so much anti-gambling. No, no, no it, I'm sorry. Yes. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Sorry. Online caught up young people. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I guess we're yeah. looking at, we need to make sure that there's protections for people. Well, we have to be protected from ourselves. Yeah. Isn't that amazing that we have to, we can be our own worst enemy sometimes. We can be, but we also have to think about the industry and yes. what, what types of things they're putting in place. Well, the advertising is very sophisticated. Uh, they've introduced humour now, but there is of course the tagline to the young people or anyone who feels it's getting out of control to, to suggest they may not win yeah so yeah. We, they have introduced um new taglines about safer gambling and and to think about you know are you betting more than you can actually afford well that yeah. it sort of goes out the door doesn't it when people get caught up that much they in, in some sort of an addiction absolutely they get caught up with i think you talked about it being fun and it's about mateship um, Part of the game. Yeah, and that's how it's Watch promoted. Yes, you're absolutely right for the younger people. You're, I'm sorry I didn't introduce you. Your complete title, Project Coordinator for Curtin School of Population Health and the impact of gambling ads on young people. So the research at the moment, you're interested in getting young people involved to be part of a campaign. Um, absolutely. So Research. this project, um, it's in WA. So a lot of project has happened in the East Coast. So we know a bit about ga uh, children's exposure to gambling and how it does Im impact them and they're aware of it. Yeah. But now we're looking at WA. So we'd like to um, invite 16 to 17-year-olds to okay. join our project. Yeah, I wonder if they would... It, wonder if they've got to the point where they feel they would like to contribute to people like yourselves and the research to prevent others getting caught up. They'd have to be got to a point where they think, this is not right for me. Um, absolutely. And it's not so much that we want to... We're not talking to 16 and 17-year-olds about their gambling. We want to find out about whether how they've been exposed to the ad advertising, okay. whether they're seeing it on television. Um, we know okay. that they see it on social media now, so they're... Um, the industry is getting quite uh, adept at changing the way they advertise and, and targeting younger age groups. Even though they're not allowed to, mm. they do see it on um, social media platforms now. Of course they do. And like, like you said, and I said earlier too, it's an excitement, a part of the game. If they're watching a game of footy or something and they're gambling as they go through the game, it gives them that more of an adrenaline pump. So it, it's an addiction of sorts, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. it's also, uh, we have normalised it. We've normalised gambling. So, and it's, it is around sport now and it's very much embedded um they recognize brands and they make it fun yeah. um, but we know that it's not no well all advertising is meant to try and draw you in whatever way they can there's no two ways about that it took many many years and i don't want to compare it too much with the anti-smoking campaigns and advertising that completely stopped but it took a long time for people to turn around and now we're shocked if we see someone smoking so i wonder it'll if it will take too long or a long time to, to look at all this Yeah, that's a really good point, and yeah. I, we hope that it doesn't. So there no, has been a recent um, federal inquiry into online gambling, so that was just wrapped up a few months ago, and they handed out their report, and they are talking about 
putting in advertising bans, though it's over a phased approach. So we would like it to happen sooner, but there's certainly discussion around banning um, ads and inducements um, and things like that. I bet the gambling industry are not very happy about this <laughs> attitude from everybody, but we knew, uh, we found out, of course, that smoking was going to kill you perhaps eventually, not always, but maybe so. And we do know now that gambling has always been pretty bad if you're successive. Um, is it aimed at young people to get them early and get them for their for a long time. I think we're starting to see that. Yeah. So even though advertising, it's illegal to target it towards children um, and young people um, under uh, under 25, we do see that they're promoting it as fun. It's normalised. It's it's about mateship. It's connection. Yep, yep. But it's on their mobile phones and quite often it becomes a very isolated activity. It's not about a social activity yeah. and they're hiding in rooms and in houses True. because... They can. And a lot of parents and family members may not even be aware that they're doing this because, like you say, they can go into their room and, and get involved, can't they? I mean, what would they... Have you any figures at all about how young some of these people are? But you don't have to prove your age if you're doing it online. Uh, no, so they do... You, you know, if sometimes when you go to an alcohol website, you've got to click that you're over 18. That's just but a click that's of a, just a button. That's saying not, that's not proof. So, um, yeah, children, we know, that can um, get into... To gambling um but as i said we we don't necessarily want to recruit people for this project that have gambled we want them to really focus on the advertising and how that might be impacting them That's very because at the I guess at the core of that, these young people eventually these laws and regulations that don't exist, not strong ones, they're going to become a part of that and they need to have a voice to say how they think regulation yeah, should well, be in the future and be part of the solution. They're the ones that the advertising's sort of aimed at and they will have a different opinion to us as in our age group, I suppose. You know, we say ban it all, da-da-da-da, but it could be done differently. We'll take a break if you don't mind. If there's any questions, don't hesitate to give us a call. Uh, Louise Francis is with us, 94841927. Yes, this is a very interesting topic, Louise. Louise Francis is with me from the. Uh, she's a project coordinator for Curtin School of Population Health about the concern of uh, the effects of gambling advertising on young people. Now, this is part three. D tell us about one and two. Okay, so there's there are three parts to the project. The first part is around the legislation. So we have someone. Um, uh, reviewing all the legislation that as exists, it stands, as it stands, to see um, where the gaps are and what what changes. So comparisons to other jurisdictions, you know, over international jurisdictions. So what's happening in all of Australia, and so what should WA be doing differently? So we hope to then have a framework to say this is. Good. So the legislation that's in place today would have been in place for very many years. Yes, and we didn't have the technology and the slickness of advertising as today. You're spot on Jenny that's yeah. exactly what the problem is technological advancements yes. um, industry changes it, it, legislation hasn't kept up with that so that's okay. important so that's one part that's happening on the sidelines um, the young people that we're recruiting aren't involved in that we've also had um, uh, Brooklyn Royce is an honours student at Curtin University and she is um, conducting focus groups with young people aged between 12 and 17 years really? and she's already started. Where is she going to meet these young people? Um, we've just put the feelers out. Oh, okay. Gone on radio and, um, at, you know, with our network. So she's already talked to... Um, 
think she's talked to about 15 to 18 young people already um, and she's got other people that she's um, hooking in. So Young men and women? Uh, yeah. Okay, good point. I didn't mention young women. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we know that more males gamble, but certainly industry advertising has started to realise they've got a willing and captured yeah. audience with young girls as well. So, so are these young people that are coming forward in part three where you're going to be looking yeah. for a few more, um, are they coming forward with concern about the advertising? Um, yes, yeah, so they've okay. already started to say, so we've just said you don't have to have any understanding of this topic, we just want to hear, you know, are you aware of exposure that you've had um, at home, watching television, uh, on your social media platforms? So they've already started to tell us that um, they do recognise the gambling ads, they're familiar with okay. the personalities and influences on social media that are talking about gambling, so they're very much aware, they talk about Solutions and what they think. Oh, could that's happen. interesting, isn't it? Yeah. So even as you know, we've had quite a few twelve to thirteen year olds. Goodness. Um, and a mix of boys and girls coming in. So that's been great. Can I just before we move on to elaborate on what legislation change you would like to see? Are we looking at timeframes when and if they can continue and how they're put together? Absolutely. So okay. timeframes are important. So right now, um, you know, we talk about this after thir- 8.30 time slot yep. of not advertising. We'd like to see a blanket ban ultimately. And that has been discussed through this um, online um federal inquiry into online gambling so they have talked about it but it's very much a phased approach um of doing that is it only television advertising we see television radio radio yeah what about posters and that sort of yeah thing? so we're also talking about um in stadium yeah. advertising so at the sports grounds where and they, they, they make that. it out like they did with cigarettes that you were a better person when you smoked and and you could be wealthier if you gambled so yeah. that's the line even if it's not that obvious it's there absolutely and yeah. i think what we're seeing is this normalization and yeah. it's in you know not just so much talking about odds and things like that but it's just normalized that gambling's okay have we found out any statistics i've got to say that well mm-hmm. statistics on how many young people people are actually going online and gambling any um, idea percentage i haven't got that no, data not the um, number but the percentage you, but, but we do know that um there has been some studies in the eastern states that have have asked um secondary school students about their uh, gambling behavior and, yeah. and, and and other behaviors and there, there is an indication that younger people are starting to get caught up well because it's a style of advertising i imagine yeah uh, like it was for cigarette smoking it it, it just appeals to the young people gee i can i can get all this money i can do this do that but of course the reality at the tag now at the moment i've noticed you may lose everything (laughs) which is pretty final it's true we need to let people know that there are um issues and it's not just that it's a behavior issue we do have to look at you know what are the inducements what is encouraging people to take it's up it's a huge industry absolutely. massive industry absolutely uh, so businesses behind all of this like cigarette manufacturers well, i keep referring to that i suppose but um same thing what do they replace the advertising with to get people to continue to gamble yeah. but it's not line gambling it's not like you're at the racetrack or anything so it's quite different isn't it well um i think we're talking about all manners of gambling we have to think about the advertising we're quite lucky in wa we don't have an mature as mature gambling market as we do as is in the rest of australia okay we've only got you know two and a half thousand electronic gambling machines in the casino that means our 
level of gambling harm. In was that cut back deliberately or was no, it always just, been the case? No, we've never had um, electronic okay. gambling machines. So in New South Wales, there's 90,000 They've been doing it for many, many, machines. many, many years, yeah. haven't they? Everywhere. Yeah. And we've been very strict not to introduce... We have been very good. ...into clubs and so yeah. forth. Yeah. And that's been at both levels of parliament uh, you know political parties have, have have said that well it's interesting the young people are coming forward to yeah contribute yeah. what they think about the whole thing so you are asking for a few more uh, we're asking for a few more so the the part of the project i'm working on is we'd like 16 to 17 year olds to um register for the they need to live in wa they need to have access to a mobile phone because we're asking them to go out and become citizen scientists they're actually going to collect data for us see what kind of advertising they see on social media on television here on the radio um whether it's at a sporting event we're going to come back they're going to attend a few workshops so it's a bit of um commitment to actually be involved but we'd love um, people that are interested maybe in yeah. a research project or would like to have a voice, that's really important. Well, there may be students here on campus, you know, that may be interested there in helping be, yeah. out. It's helping out, really, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's contributing and contributing. having a voice. So can I ask what sort of commitment, apart from having a mobile phone, how often they have to come so and So we'll see have about four workshops yeah. and they will... Um, Take us through till the end of the year. We may be on a Saturday afternoon. That'd be okay, Saturday. Yeah, um, okay. Only because of school commitments. Cause, so we are talking about 16, 17-year-olds. If they're not listening at the moment, and they may not be. They may not be. <laughs> their nana might be. Yes. Or their parents, if they... If, is, there's not a website, is there? No, I won't give a website because that's okay. for the other part of the project. And I don't want to confuse people. No, that's fair enough. But we do have your email address yes. and we have it here. Uh, I'll mention it, but you probably haven't got a pen in your hand, everyone. Louise with an I, L-O-U-I-S-E dot Francis dot Curtin dot E-D-U at um, here. Yeah. Are you? Are you? Oh, what am I saying? It's Monday. I don't know what it is. My mouth's not going too well today. I wish you well on this. It's fantastic that Curtin are taking this a stand. Professor Mike Daub, who was the dear auntie's anti-smoking man back in the, what he started, 80s or 70s or something. It took him years to get, but he got there. He yeah. got, he's involved with well, this. Well, he is. Um, uh, yeah, Professor Daub's on our um, <laughs> on our research team, so um, and it's him. great to get insight from to someone the world. with all that experience. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Alright, if anyone's interested, we'll give, we've got that email address here. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jenny. And let us know when you move on to the next. And we want to hear some of the comments from the young people. I think that would be would very be interesting. Yeah, thank you. Could you